This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the SWBC Mortgage Studio on this Friday before the Cowboys take on the Chiefs. I'm Taylor, joined by Mickey, Rob, and Brian. And not a lot is really going on today. We're just, (laughs) you know, looking toward the weekend and chilling. I'm just kidding, because if you guys are Cowboys fans, what you are if you're tuning in, Ezekiel Elliott has been announced as eligible to play this Sunday. So uh, the Hail Mary was a complete pass, Mick. Woo! Catch! He caught it in bounds. In bounds, mm. and I'm sure the NFL thought it was out of bounds. But yeah, no review, no Dean Blandino. Yeah, yeah they didn't <laughs> go, go back to video review on the on uh, uh, Judge Carney's decision today. And, uh, John Carney, remember old John Carney? I do. Heck of a kicker. kicker. But this was yeah. Susan Carney. Well, maybe maybe some relation. We've we've seemed to. <laughs> they need to get her on the three judge panel next week. Though. Yeah, we do. So what happened exactly? Of course, we wake up to this news and, and, you know, everyone was pretty convinced that this was going to be in effect. Brian, you being one of them, you know, this was something that looked like it was not going to get overturned or accepted. So, Mickey, can you walk us through what happened? Well, I think why everybody thought it was a long shot was the fact that the the Second Circuit Court uh, of Appeals in New York uh, was supposed to be closed yes. uh, yesterday and today, and it sounded like as soon as they can uh, hear uh, the request for a stay would have been next week. Now, I did read at some point somebody said, well, some judge can come in and make a ruling on it. Now, I don't know if Susan Carney, God bless her, came in uh, or she ruled from home. You know, yep. we do have Internet and Wi-Fi and things like that. Yeah. And she could just send in an email and say, yeah, here's my decision. Uh, so basically, because they couldn't get a three-judge panel together in time, they decided, you know what, we'll hear this as soon as possible. Uh, so they called it an administrative stay and, and pointed out that they would rule on the appeal expeditiously. I think we learned that uh, word last summer when the Cowboys were supposedly looking for a veteran backup quarterback. Uh, So in the meantime, this lady decided that games missed are irreparable harm and decided, okay, well, you play while we make this decision or until we make this decision. Uh, So ruled this morning, I think it was about 9 o'clock, we find out that, uh, you know, he's eligible to play this game. And this has no bearing on the merits of the case, meaning they're not saying, hey, we think you got a pretty good case here and you're probably going to win it. They're just saying, unlike Judge Catherine, that missed games are irreparable harm. Yes. They're allowing him to play until the the appeal is heard. Exactly. Absolutely. There hasn't been a resolution there, so let him continue to be on the field. and, and, And I don't know how soon it'll be. It could be Tuesday. It could be two weeks. Who knows? But this the brief stay is until they can hear the case. Mm-hmm. So we'll see uh, how soon they can get three judges together for a panel to to basically hear the deal. Little think, by little, they're just kicking this can on down the road. I think Judge Susan just came in to check her mail. 
Maybe. Hey, Susan, we got something for you. Hey, you know hey, what's going hey, on? Susan, you, Amazon package. Yeah. girlfriend, it's pretty high profile, yeah. too. Hey, hey, Susan. Uh, yeah, hey, Susan. Uh, girlfriend. Susan, there's, a, there's this folder on your desk you might want to take a look at. And <laughs> Technology's good. Technology. Right? Yeah, Absolutely. Mick. Yeah. I didn't say good. technology wasn't good. Yeah. Well, I just said really Twitter is not good. That's all. All right. Well, it's really good when Ezekiel Elliott takes to his own Instagram to post a video of himself driving up to the facility this morning with a caption, better late than never. Yeah. And as you've seen on Twitter probably by now, Ezekiel is back out at practice getting ready for this week. Rob, you listened to Jerry Jones this morning. How did he respond? Only the Cowboys, man. Only the Cowboys. That's why we get to do what we do. That's why I love this job. Um, he he was giddy. He was positively giddy on the radio this morning, and he, he even said he's never seen anything uh, in his time with the Cowboys so ambiguous, ambiguous circumstances uh, where week to week you just don't know uh, if a guy's going to be on the field, and it's totally at the mercy of various courts' rulings. So it's been a roller coaster for everybody. Tay has spoken to that many times that it's got to be affecting Zeke. He said a couple weeks ago it's a little tiring. And I think this is probably his biggest test yet when you think about it because he was suspended, I think, for all of a day a couple weeks ago and got back in time for a full week of practice and played. I forget which week it was. They're all running together now. But now you're talking about him missing really the meat of your your prep week. I mean, Wednesday is your day in pads. It's your it's your you know heaviest workload day. Friday's kind of a cleanup type day. Uh, but still, they sound confident that he'll be caught up and ready to go. Yeah, the, we talked about this on their blueprint. Uh, the thing that could affect him, running the football will not be a problem for him. What will be a problem for him, though, is the fact that if with Kansas City and some of their blitz packages, some of the protection packages, you know, where he needs to fit. I mean, he'll, he'll study up. He'll be fine in, in, a, in a lot of ways. But – like I say, the reps part of it, I think, is because if you do make a mistake, they can go back and say, okay, wait, this is what you need to look at. This is what you need to see. So I don't worry about handing the football to him. I worry about, though, if because they have repped Morris, they have repped Smith, and they have repped McFadden, and you know they do have a blitz period every day that they run where you know eight plays, here we go, this is, the, this is how we're going to attack their blitz. You know, If this turns into a game where all of a sudden it is a shootout and you have to throw the football a ton – you know, let's see if uh, if if he's uh, assignment sound there. I think that'll be important. But just just handing him the ball to run will not be a problem. That's what it, he does. Yeah, just act like they sat him out two days because yeah. his foot hurt. Yeah, and it's like okay, let's go practice. Yeah. Now except the, the part he, but, is he wasn't in yeah. the meetings. That's I understand yeah. that. Yeah, but they got to practice today. They could. Practice they got to walk through. That. They got to practice. And they got to walk through tomorrow. Sure you can do. make the walk through a little bit more of yeah. a walk through. There's ways to compensate uh, for that's missing the, only, the that's details. The, yeah, that's the only issue I would see with him. That's the only issue. If in fact they don't get the rep as many as they want, you know, he he generally takes every single rep that they have uh, when they go with their first offense. So. And I'll guarantee you, when they got and did their little skeleton drills where they lined up and threw the ball against air or did mm-hmm. formations and ran a play, he was first up. Yeah, he was no, no doubt. messing around whatsoever. No, and doubt. I'll tell you what, and I, it happens on Friday all the time. A little more bounce in everybody's step because this is basically the last work day. Because I don't know if they considered the game work, but practice is work. Things were pretty spirited out there. There was a little bit more hop in everybody's step, a little bit more screaming, a little extra dancing by Joe Looney, who uh, 
was all in, he had this black undershirt on. I don't know if he was trying to do some Tonga dance in the middle haka before they, haka, the Haka dance. Uh, and, uh, and then he started again when they started doing stretch and people were hooting and hollering. So, uh, I could tell that the vibe was just a, a, a little bit, a little bit different out there. And, uh, I think everybody was glad to see him. You know, I saw him walk in, uh, I don't know if he was going into a team meeting or the offensive meeting. It was about nine thirty, nine thirty-five. Uh, he was upstairs getting ready to walk into a meeting, so he got here pretty quick because the ruling yeah. didn't come down till like nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, so he didn't take much time. Hopefully, he didn't go 100 miles yeah. an hour on Sam Rayburn to get here. I was uh, I, with Mickey. I, I'm on this because I was downstairs at the. Uh, in the dining hall and was walking through and Des came jogging by and he yelled at me, he goes, he's playing, he's playing, you know, and he was running right into the meeting. So yeah, I think everybody is uh, pretty excited about having him back at least for this week against a very difficult opponent. Is everybody, is Darren McFadden, (laughs) (laughs) is Alfred Morris. I mean, you read a quote from him yesterday, Rob, that I thought was a great quote that kind of showed this running back group is like, okay, we're good too. Yeah, absolutely. I I think you're, your job as a teammate overrides has to override being a competitor and wanting to play. And I think they're going to be happy for him playing, but, but I think it's more, yeah. Morris's comments about being kind of insulted was more directed towards the media. Like you guys think we can't come in there if needed and do the job. And I think they were, they're anxious for that opportunity. uh, But you want to win football games, bottom line. And you got to have a guy like Zeke with you to ride with you in, in this type of situation. This is probably the best team they played all year long. Mm-hmm. Certainly it'll be the best offense, I think. By far. I mean, the defense doesn't look good. What saved this defense is their ability to take the ball away. Uh, but they sure give up a ton of yards. Their offense saves them, too. Yeah. yeah. Their offense puts a lot of pressure on you. You have to keep up with them. It's volleyball, right? Yeah, and if you don't, you know, and if you don't keep up, then they can bury you. They make you one-dimensional, and all of a sudden then it becomes about – you know, Justin Houston and those guys, you know, D Ford and those guys screaming off the corner. But to Tay's point, and we'll get into inactives, if we goes back to status quo, is McFadden inactive? I mean, he goes he from goes from having a role in this game, maybe a pretty significant yeah. role, to not playing. We'll get into inactives, but first I want to talk about, okay, so this stay now, you know, when the decision comes for Ezekiel, more people are looking. Now it could affect if the Cowboys make it to the playoffs. No, it doesn't. Well, that's what Jerry now. addressed it. Right. Well, it just came out just now, Mick. Uh, there's ahead. a new article on ESPN that says the NFL is insisting that if Ezekiel Elliott does get suspended, it will be in the playoffs as well. Yeah. But then there's another one from Amy Dash that says camp Ezekiel Elliott's camp would challenge the NFL if they try to suspend during the playoffs because Goodell's original letter only said regular season games. Well, most suspensions go into the playoffs. They'll they'll say no that's not what we meant they'll make it up as they go anyway it's jerry said are. jerry he, said jerry said he, his, his assumption would assumption, be it's it would it's carry all over. games except pre- um, and, and the way it was worded that on my assumption is because yeah. it came out in august they didn't want you to because i had the question asked me it was like do the four preseason game counts yeah. to the six right absolutely not no right no so i can't imagine you could sit here and have a year-long suspension, and then you get to the playoffs and you go, oh, I'm playing. And I've, you see fans' reaction on Twitter today, you know, oh, no, they're kicking this down the road, and eventually everybody says the odds are he's going to lose and he's going to have to sit. So what if this team does make the playoffs? Well, I argue 
if you don't win this game Sunday, your odds of even getting there decrease anyway. I think you've got to have him on the field as much as you can. I mean, I, I don't think you, I don't think you look at this and say, "Oh man, he's playing. That sucks." Yeah. 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 I mean, this original decision came down on August 11th, if you can believe that. They would argue a technicality of wording. You think? Oh, I, ne- I never. I can't imagine. <laughs> I mean, that that would be silly to me. We, we've seen so I know, already. I know, I know, because you know it says regular season. Yeah. So what if he serves five games, he's got one more to go, and you're going to say, okay, season opener, you can do the other one, but go ahead and play? I, I would sarcastic. actually – I, I would, just assume they will challenge anything. I would, I would say that would be unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Is this making a mockery of everything? <laughs> I mean, you know, so many tweets are coming out like yeah. – No, what people need to understand is this whole thing comes down to how – a particular judge interprets the law. Yeah. And, and, and if you get the right judge, you can win. Right. You get the wrong judge, Catherine, yeah. you lose. Because right here, Judge Crotty, basically when he was trying to rule on irreparable harm, he said, on balance, the defendant's hardship substantially outweighs the plaintiff's, which means Zeke has more to lose by not getting a stay than the NFL does. This whole thing is kind of like the Cowboys record. It's almost like four to three, you know, like four judges have ruled for Zeke and three. Have right. You know? And, and, and unfortunately, point, he's, the, he's ones going. That, the ones that haven't, the, the, the one that needed to, you know, it was her opinion. Right. The, it, the three judge panel in New York, I mean, in New Orleans was two to one. So one judge thought, oh, OK. The Texas judge thought, oh, OK. Karate thought, oh, OK. And, and 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 she goes absolutely not clean sweep no 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 you haven't proven anything that this should be allowed. Can I ask smarter people than me a question then? Sure. Well, we better get Jason no. Cohen down. No, here, I, I'm just yeah. no, I'm asking you guys though because I think you guys will know the answer. Is this something? Is the NFL? I mean, excuse me. Is is the, the Players Association fighting for something bigger here? The, with the way that this this is handled for disciplinary reasons. Well, the NFL. I mean, I mean the NFL's fighting for something bigger. Yeah, because well, if they lose saying. this, yeah. if they lose this, then they've basically set a precedent yeah. going forward this trying is, to prosecute somebody in the league that hasn't been prosecuted or charged in, the in court, our legal system. Yeah, I've said that a lot, but I mean that's, that's why they're fighting. Yeah, so that's hard. why I'm asking this question because it seems like to me the league the league doesn't want to give up. The players' association realizes what's at stake. Yeah. This is really – it might be Ezekiel Elliott's name, but it's about something bigger. This stopped being about – just yeah. about Zeke. Every, yeah, this, every, this, yeah. Every player in the league should be no. behind this. Yeah, exactly. Every player because that affects them. Right. See, that's where, that's where to me, Ezekiel Elliott's name just happens to be on top of the letterhead, you know, or the top of the docket. You know, this is about something bigger. That's I mean, is, why, this, is this Kurt Flood? Yeah, they, they don't know the Kurt Flood. The free, yeah, uh, the, the free, it's a free agency. Yeah, right? that's, that's baseball, yeah. right? It was yeah. baseball. The and he was the first player yeah. to challenge the free the agency system. Yeah. And when the courts ruled in favor of Kurt Flood, he ruled in favor of every player uh, yeah. who came after him. Andy Mitchell, that there would be guys like that. There would be free agency. Yeah. 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 Learn something new every day, Tay. Yeah, and you see this. This oh, might affect other things as well as including Goodell's extension. That's up. I, 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 I do now. I do believe that's I the do case. Too. Well, he's got six guys on his side. Yeah. Yeah. The six the Cowboys would play without him. Yeah. yeah. You don't think they're sitting there going, no, we don't want him eligible. Yeah. Oh, Clark Hunt. <laughs> Clark Hunt. Right. <laughs> Clark Hunt lives here in Dallas. 
Can't see his yeah. owner, you know, the great son of Lamar Hunt. Yeah. And Clark's probably, he probably picked up the paper now looking at it and going, my gosh, my own hometown. He goes, and I thought <laughs> I, I could keep the Preston Road trophy. <laughs> Pretty funny. No, there's no this question. Was the best. This there's no question. This is a, this is going to be a standard to how future cases. How much power does the NFL ultimately have? Right. The outcome of this will decide that. In addition to, like we said yesterday, the new CBA is going to be. That's going to get ugly. That's going to get ugly. Well, and that's fixing why, that. And and think about what you said because that's what they're 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 using the Tom Brady case as the precedent yeah. that the courts ruled in favor of the league and the league's leaning real hard on that. And if they get this one, oh, they got a clean sweep now. But if they don't, yeah, they they're they're in trouble. Yeah, this is if they want to administer their you know their uh, CBA punishment the way they have. Sure. Because the courts are going to say, hey, we're going to judge how fair you were. Right. We don't want you railroading things through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and see, and, and I hope everybody understands what we're talking about here. We're not talking about did Zeke do it or not. We're just talking about getting a fair shake in the arbitration system. And he didn't. I don't care how anybody looks at it. He didn't. And, and that's what's at stake right now. Was it fair or not? Can't just say, yeah, I know this. I know this. We're going to talk this, to this person. We're, we're going to talk to this person. Yeah. yeah. I, and I don't want this person being cross examined, yeah. by the way. Yeah. I don't feel like that she's going to be very favorable for us. So let's kind of avoid her. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take our first break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We have so much more to talk about as the Cowboys get ready to take on the Chiefs this Sunday. We'll be right back. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course with yours truly me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you this is talking cowboys 
In football, often the quickest plays mixed with some good old-fashioned ingenuity are the key to winning, kind of like the Tommy John horizontal quick draw fly. It's the most intuitive, simple, and speedy feature other other underwear brands just don't have. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Is that like the read option or something? Yeah. The read option. A little, little misdirection. Yeah, the Cowboys have their last practice here at the Ford Center, Ford Center at the Star, mm-hmm. here this week, getting ready for the Chiefs. And uh, luckily, we had some tweets that said Dan Bailey, and you were out there, Dan Bailey and Malik Collins were the only absentees from the media portion today. Actually, Dan Bailey was there. He just wasn't, he was just playing catch on the sideline. Spotted him in the hallway yesterday. I hadn't seen him in a yeah. Or two. He was he was gingerly walking. Yeah. I, 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 he's not going to play for the rest of this month. Yeah. I, yeah. It's just uh, enjoy your fried your deep fried turkey. The worst Thanksgiving match. It, it's <laughs> got to be the worst injury a kicker can have, other than a broken foot. It's your legs. It's make, right? how you make your living. Yeah, I mean, Dan even Bailey. with a broken foot, you yeah. can swing your leg with right. a cast on it. Right. 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 But get a hand injury or anything yeah. else, he'd be fine. So yeah, He's dealing with the groin injury. And Collins, him. Collins wasn't out there. Tyron was moving pretty well when they were doing their little runaround stuff. Cole Tank Beasley. Was, Tank was dancing. He looked good. Cole Beasley's going to be good to go. I'm told. Uh, he had a really good practice yesterday, and he was back out there today. So if he had any side effects, they wouldn't have left him back out there today. Yeah. So uh, he's good to go. Ouzier was doing his normal deal, kind of warmed up with the team, and then he'll go and practice outside by himself and yeah. whatever they do with him. And I, they're going to be ultra conservative with this sign. Cause think about yeah. it. He's gone out twice and come back twice. Yeah. And we know how Britt doesn't like guys that nope. he rehabbed to come back to him. Yeah. So th- this one, he's going to have to really prove that uh, he's ready to go. And Des was there. He was fine. I'm trying to think whoever else was limited. You said about Malik Collins, right? Yeah, I said Malik okay, wasn't yeah. there. He DNP'd. So that, that, that looks kind of serious for Sunday. Yeah, we'll see. Any other updates? Yeah. Uh, Brian Price was on the practice report yesterday, but he was full. It just showed a back. Yeah. You'll see now that's if we if you're getting into Malik Collins playing that nose tackle spot, okay, and if there's any compromise there at all, that's one of the things I'm going to write about in my notes today, in my final thoughts. It is. It's Brian Price. It's Richard Ash. You know, you're going to have to, you know, play this run defense. You know, Mickey's got a plan that, hey, I need to see. I need to see my nose play well, and I need to see my three technique play well. I got my linebackers in place. But now you might be a little compromised mm-hmm. at how long, if, if Malik Collins does play, how long can he go? Yeah, the and foot. The, the foot. Yeah, the foot. So that's something to keep an eye on as we get to the pregame show, Tay. I, I know you guys will have your field reports and something we need to keep an eye on, you and Rob. Yeah. Plus, I don't think they want to mess around with Crawford, like saying, okay, we'll slide go back to one. In, yeah. And Benson Mayo yeah. comes out there. I, right. I think Crawford needs to stay exactly right in. Where yeah. he's oh, you're at. saying, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because he exactly. could move inside. Yeah. And you could kind of flip him in right. Irving however you want to work that. Right. But that's, that's too many moving parts. Right. Malik Collins was poked in the eye last Sunday as well Ugh. during the Redskins game, and he was seen wearing some sunglasses. Fashionable? I don't know if they're fashionable as they were protective. Oh, those are hard to get. Those are hard to they get. kind of get from the, the eye doctor, not very fashionable. <laughs> not, was not, he seeing, not Prada. Was he seeing double or? Ooh, touche. <laughs> kind of like not tackle the right guy? Oh, no. I hope not. Tackle them all. Tackle, just, tackle just grab anyone, everything, Anyone right? that's in your Sword way. Sort them out. Hit the You're one right. in the middle. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll look into I that. I can't see the ball. <laughs> 
Before we get to the inactives for the Dallas Cowboys, not much change for the Chiefs practice report as well. It was pretty much exactly the same as the day before. So they're not looking at that many injuries. But the one that I'm concerned about, not concerned, but looking at particular, D Ford. D Ford, yeah. Another back. You're talking about that. You you brought that up the other day. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking that D Ford would play, but he DMP'd. I need to see what happens today with the him. Beast. Yeah. I mean he could he could he could cause some problems on the outside for you though. You just have to be uh him and that uh Justin Houston, you yeah. know, with they, with their ability to rush. If this turns into a track meet, you're gonna need both sides are gonna need as many of those guys that can to get to the passer. I mean, this game to me, I don't know about you guys, this game's gonna come down to two second half stops. If you could get two second half stops, if the game's tight, both teams are going back and forth. It's going to be two stops somewhere, maybe one in the third, one in the fourth, but you're going to have to come up with two stops. That's just my – if you want one of those gut feelings, I'm not even right about that today. So you're thinking like another game in somebody the 30s on, at home? Yeah, somebody on defense, somebody on either defense is going to have to get a stop. And I know it's captain obvious to say, oh, yes, but I don't know if really each – any defense could stop the other one. I mean, I can really. I think the I think the Chiefs are going to make some huge plays in this game. I think the Cowboys are going to make who, some huge plays in this who game. Who do you think is a better quarterback, Alex Smith or Dak Prescott, at this point right now? Well, Smith's playing better. Smith is playing better. No interceptions on the season. Eighteen touchdowns. He could be. He could be the MVP if he keeps this up. I mean, he's having that type of season where he's he's just not making mistakes. That's and, a big and, thing. And the that's thing, a big thing. And you know, his yards per attempt is what's most impressive to me. Along with that, he's 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 averaging more yards per attempt going down the field. It's not like he's just driving the bus, dink and dunk down the field, which has been kind of his rep. That's been his you know, mo. He, yeah, he's, he's making plays for this offense and not turning it over. And really, Andy Reid's done it. He all he's done it throughout his career. He always puts his quarterbacks in good situations to make plays. Eight point four yards an attempt. That's yes. pretty. That's significant. Yeah, and he's and you know when he gets in trouble, he's made some key scrambles too. I mean, you have to be you have to be alert. You know, hey, some spy stuff going on. Don't let him break the pocket and take off running on you. You know, when you're playing Deacon, whoever that linebacker is, whoever that uh, defensive back is. You know, if your if your job is to spy, spy. Don't let don't let him take off on a third and seven and get you know 15 yards on you. That that, that could be a problem too. But I think Dak. Dak has played better than his numbers say. Oh, absolutely. His numbers yeah. are good. They're not Alex. It's no disrespect. Good. If you're comparing him, if you're comparing the two, you know, it gives you some pause. It does give you some pause. But if you look overall what Kansas City's done. You know who compares them frequently is Dan Mullen. Because, of course, yeah. he coached Alex Smith at Utah. Actually, Alex Smith was in Dan Mullen's wedding, if you really? can believe it or not. Yeah, he was a very young coach at the time when he was with Urban Meyer at Utah. And very, very close to Alex. He was in his wedding. Of course, then Dak Prescott is his guy at Mississippi State. The summer when we went to go visit He's been them, around some great quarterbacks. Yeah, Tebow. Mullen? Mullen, yeah. 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 Tebow might be the best college quarterback ever to play. Oh, absolutely. But the uh, summer I, I, when we were talking about it, he was comparing Alex Smith and Dak frequently. Yeah. You know, kind of their poise and their ability to kind of shut out the outside noise. Yeah, rough start to his career is San Francisco, but exactly. definitely found a home in Kansas City. Well, Dak said that when he was at Mississippi State, they studied he studied Alex Smith and right. how they ran particular plays and particular offenses. Right. So, yeah, Mellon's had a big effect on uh, both guys. Um, first one to 40 wins. Wow. Thank you. 40. What, 41 to 40? 40, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Who got, whoever gets there first. Yeah. You may have to. Yeah, there's no question you're going to have to. Do you guys think that Kareem Hunt is a contender or a pretender? And I say that because, okay, yes, he's had a great start, 
subbing in this year for their starter running back who got injured in the preseason. But, you know, is he going to find some bumps? Is he going to be able to... uh, Well, he already has, hasn't he? Exactly. He has against the Steelers and then even this past week against the Broncos. But what what I'm saying is, you know, it's like, is he really the real deal running back? Yeah, I do think so. You do? I do. I think that... And I think Mickey's biggest nightmare should be everybody's nightmare that they load up and start running this football. And then he shows patience running front side and then all of a sudden... You're overly aggressive on the backside. Damian Wilson's in the game, and he comes flying down inside and misses a tackle, or Jeff Heath misses a tackle, or somebody misses a tackle in the hole, and what should have been a three-yard gain turns into an eight- or nine-yard gain. I think that's where you have to be a little bit nervous about playing. I think this guy's a real player because, A, he has that that type of ability to, to, to carry the football a bunch and be successful. But B, he could also you could throw it to him, and he can have success too. So he's a kind of a dual threat guy in that way. What do you what, what do you, how do you qualify real deal? Like what I'm saying is, you know, will he continue to have this success throughout the season? Of course, we've seen him have some bumps, but is he the guy that's going to be like an Ezekiel Elliott? You know, a yeah. difference maker well, in the game. For I them. mean, look at it this way: he's only, I mean, he's leading the league in rushing. He's got 763 yards. Yes, he's played one more game than Zeke, and he's only 73 yards ahead of him. Right. So if you're comparing him to Zeke and Zeke's production, it looks like he's pretty real right now. Yeah, he's now. pretty comparable. And like I said, I think I go back to the, the, the throwing the ball part to him too. Right. You know, that's something that's always been a really staple of the Andy Reid offense is that ability to have a back that could be a little bit of a run, 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 and then, hey, I'm going to throw you a red zone screen for 28 yards and a touchdown. Kind of – kind of. Or, I was trying 20, to remember the – 20-yard touch, not 28, outside the red zone. The Eagles running back that kind of was – Westbrook. I, actually, it was – was it Deuce Staley? Deuce Staley was – same? Yeah, Deuce Staley was the – Deuce Staley was more of a physical – Yeah, he but was, he could yeah. catch the ball too. Right, he could, He wasn't as good as but what – Westbrook, the, Westbrook was, was the guy. Yeah, like when they got Westbrook in there – then all of a sudden that ability to throw screen passes. That, that, it, the way that Kansas City could very well control your rush is say, okay, we're going to throw screens all day. Mm-hmm. We're going to make you have to defend screens. You know, we saw what happened in the, uh, the other day in the Washington game. What happened? They got a screen that went out the left side there for a, yeah. a big chunk of yards. You know, if your linebackers aren't getting over there, Chris Thompson. Uh, Thompson, right. yeah, yeah. Thompson caught like an 18-yard screen going to the left. It's kind of the Early. new running back in the NFL, yeah, isn't it? that's what I'm saying. I, I Just if you don't play things well, teams will say, oh, let's see if you can cover these screens. Let's see if you can get over there. I mean, sometimes you get them in man coverage, and Sean Lee you know, goes over and breaks things up, and then other times it's like, oh, my gosh, they dropped the back coming in the flat, and here it goes up the sidelines. I think, yeah, the passing game is where he can still always have an impact. But to your point, I mean, the most impressive thing to me about Zeke the last year and a half is teams start keying on him and loading up the box, and he's still productive, and that offensive line is still productive. And we saw Kareem Hunt. I don't know if they're keying on him a little more, but he didn't have that 100-yard, all-purpose yard game this past week. So, you know, our, our – We've te- seen Denver take people out of games. Yeah. yeah. I mean, our te- <laughs> you know, our team's going to adjust and see, well, this guy is – you have to focus your defensive game plan around him, so how does he respond? But he does have that versatility to still leak out, get plays yeah. in the passing game on you. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's get into the inactives for the Cowboys. This is what I believe to be the seven guys that will be down for the Cowboys. Of course, guys, correct me if I'm wrong at the end, but let's get through them. All right, 89, I'm saying Blake Jarwin is inactive. Okay. 96, Malik Collins. That's kind of a surprising one mm. to get to. Justin Durant, the linebacker. Cheeto. Mm-hmm. Dan Bailey, the obvious one there. Mm-hmm. 20, Darren McFadden. Mm-hmm. And 75, Byron Bell. Yeah. So, of course, yeah, Malik Collins, I assumed he would be down after I've seen, 
you know, the up and down of his practice week, especially not being there on a Friday. What if he concerned. what if he's ready to go? If he's ready to go That's that's where we have then to who's down. I think I think Tay, I think you've got three. Tay, I think you've got I think you've got six of the seven. I really, really do. I think the one that we had the question on Mickey just asked was Malik Collins. They may be trying just to get him to Sunday. Yeah, that that could be that could be very well it. But I, I if you did you go 50, 53? 53. Yeah. Fifty. It, it, to me, this is where it that comes would be down. Justin Marshall. Yeah, it comes down. Yeah, here we are. I get yeah. in trouble just saying numbers. Sorry about that. But yeah, if it's if it's March Lillard, or I think that there, I think that, that that Noah Brown is one of these guys they rely on on special teams now. So to me, it's always like, okay, well, who Noah Brown or March Lillard? You know, March Lillard played two seasons for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Or what about Ash? See if, but with if Collins, uh, Collins, would, yeah, probably yeah, with Collins, guys. yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think this is going to be one of those things where we get to the field report on Sunday, and and Tay's going to tell me the inactives are, and then we'll see what happens with uh, with Malik Collins. But I think I think you've got six of the seven right now, with fifty three being March Lillard as being the the, the potential with. Collins. Is Kyle Wilbur on this injury report this week? No, no, he's not. If he's back. he's good to go, then my guess would be you keep Noah Brown up. If if Malik can go and 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 you you go a little lighter at linebacker. Well, who did but, they who did they put in there for Irving at the three when they went to their second line this last game? Like when Irving came out, I don't remember seeing it, and I know he didn't play every play. Right? No. Because they would use Price and Ash. No, it was Collins. Collins moved Coll- back Collins over there. Moved, yeah, and then, exactly. And then yeah, Ash Collins and Price moved. Yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, right. that's how they played it. Yeah. All right. Well, then that's easy as it is. Now, the one that I was also concerned about was Darren McFadden. You know, if they were putting Morris as the potential starter for this weekend, looking at more or McFadden as the second back, would he then be active this week? A lot of people are saying play all all the running backs this weekend. I just don't think that will happen. For I don't them. think it will happen. I, I would say 20 is inactive. Yeah, like, you, why? You're keeping Rod Smith up because of everything he gives you on special teams. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I think he would probably be status quo the way it's been for seven games. Yeah. If you, if you, if, if you're, you would not trust four running backs plus the two, plus the fullback. I just think that's asking too much. I mean, we talk about how many carries does Morris get in a game anyway, you know? And then on third Did I down. I say he had 18 in seven yeah, games? I think he yeah. has 13. Or yeah. 13? Yeah. So that doesn't make a lot of sense to play. It just keep playing the way you're playing with these running backs, and then and then when we get to the point where we run out of court stuff, <laughs> then we'll then you just – Will well, that ever happen, though? I don't know. Yeah. We'll it, may, it. it may never end. You know, because then if it 13, goes – 13, you're right. Next week, then you're looking at the Christmas Eve game for his return, which would be the Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. I got. I got my. It's, it's incredible. Did I get my. Thing. Did I get my mean, nasty running back back? I was asking for one. You got him. Yeah. I wanted. Yeah. I wanted a mean, nasty running back, and I got him back. And the players <laughs> know it too. How excited they, the, yeah. the juice, the guys, the reaction to yeah. it. I mean, yeah. they love all these backs, but I mean, Zeke. Zeke is special. There's no question about it. back. No question about it. He's different. I, I was talking to someone randomly around this building, and they're closer to the team than I am. And you know, they were asking me, "Are you concerned about this game this weekend?" I was like. Yeah, if no Zeke, and they're like, I think some of these players are a little bit ready to show everyone that it's not just Zeke who could yeah. win this football yeah. game. Yeah, I hope so. Especially, you know, when you have somebody who's leading the league in sacks, you know, a defense that's finally showing up like, hey, we can be a difference maker in a football game. Tyrone Crawford, special teams player of the week. And he just told me, 
first to 40 wins. <laughs> I know. It, maybe. Sometimes it's not what we think it's going to be. I don't, I'm not saying it's going to be in the teens, but I'll, I'll say it again. <clears throat> this is the game we find out if this defense is for real or not. I'm playing run defense for sure. Yeah, we'll uh, find out. Yeah. I think they're going to give up some big plays in the secondary, myself. I just, I just don't see him. I just don't see him completely covering all the weapons that the that the Chiefs have. I'd just be ready for a big play, a big play, a big play, and then hope like hell you get those two stops. I asked you, then and then you somehow get ten points, fourteen points. We need four point plays here. You know what you hope four for? point plays. If if you get if you get beat on a play like that, yeah. you physically got beat. Right. Somebody doesn't bust an assignment yeah. and let Tariq Hill run down the hash uncovered. Yeah. You know, we've like, seen that. Oh, I thought we were in zone. Yeah, oh no, you was your man. Yeah. You know, one of those things. Yeah. You know, cover the guy. Make sure you don't bust the coverage. Yeah. I agree. That's what I that's what I think you would hope for. Let's take our final break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We'll be back. You guys can call us the numbers 214-872-2102. We'll have Rob's Twitter poll right when we get back from this last break. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having thanksgiving without the cowboys basically we wouldn't recommend it so next time you have a tailgate home gate or whatever else kind of gate grab some ice cold dr pepper for you and your friends to enjoy it's a dallas cowboys tradition dr pepper the one you crave it can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters you search how to build savings you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller that's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. This is Talking Cowboys. Oh, we're talking Cowboys. That's what we do five days a week. And five days a week, we talk Papa John's pizza because we know how good it is. Those ingredients, the veggies, fresh, whole, never frozen, the pepperoni, 100% pork and beef. And with ingredients like that, you have better pizza and you got Papa John's and you should eat it seven days a week. So good. I feel sorry for your blood pressure (laughs) because you go from a rant. To literally, you flip a switch in two seconds, and you're reading that, and it was a great liner. Hey, it's showtime. Mm-hmm. Showtime. Put on for the city. Robert. 
Get to your Twitter poll. Yo, okay. Most important key Sunday versus Kansas City. What's the biggest factor for Dallas to get a win? We've talked about a lot of them this week. I've got four. Oh, we got four. Right ends yeah. well. For you, Mickey, five. Yeah, absolutely. Stop the run, number one. Two, pressure Alex Smith. Brian's been talking about keep him in the pocket, make him hold the ball. Yes, make him hold that ball. Keep him in the well, Marinelli said. Yeah. Number three, this was posted yesterday, keep the running game going. That was with Zeke not in mind. But still still got to keep, keep it going. Keep the running game going, yeah. yeah. I'm with you. Or red zone scoring, focusing on those four-point plays. Brian talked about Ooh. it. Well, red zone, 30-yard line, inside the 30 or 20. Ooh. Guys got a number one. I know which one I voted for. Who'd you vote for? Red zone scoring. Okay. It's one of the best teams in the league when it comes to when it comes to third down conversions. Opponents have only been able to convert nine percent of the time. That's a great stat. On third down. Yeah. When you get inside the down. red zone. So Cowboys have done a nice job. I think the Cowboys are at forty seven percent on those conversions. So keep keep finding a way to convert on third downs, get in the red zone there. Like I say, convert and finish those drives with scores. Four point plays. Miss Stern. I said red zone as well, but I also feel like you have to look at their side too. They have one of the best red zone tight ends in Travis Kelsey. You know that most likely he's going to get that when they're down there at the goal line. So, yeah, I'd love to see this defense show up. I mean, they were able to hold a lot of teams to just field goals. I'd love to see them get some turnovers in the end zone. They've been able to do that in the past. And the other thing I worry about is them just picking on Anthony Brown. (laughs) <laughs> can't, can't give up those big plays down the field. I'll go with uh, stop the run, and that's been a key for this team. When they haven't done it, they've lost games. And Marinelli spoke about it yesterday, Coach Rod, how they're exotic in their looks. They throw a lot of different personnel packages at you uh, to try to kind of throw you off a little bit. But ultimately, they want to pound the rock. They want to run the ball and play off of that. So they've got to be able to be physical and stop that. Who you got, Mick? Stop the run. All right. We need 40 points, so right. But Nick. I do but I do have a write-in vote. Oh, here we go. Pass rush. Do not absolutely do not turn the ball over. That's good. They That's are good. a plus 10. Yeah. Plus 10. Yikes. Yeah. They don't make mistakes. And Very I think rarely. that's probably what saved this defense that's ranked 30th in the league. They sure. get takeaways, yeah. which prevents teams from scoring. Cannot turn the ball. Yeah, over. Zeke, don't fumble on your first play this week. You know, I get you're out there, you're excited, but not this week. Can't have it. Don't muff a punt. Don't have a drop pass. Get intercepted and return for a touchdown. None of that stuff. If you didn't no have goofy stuff. If you didn't have the right in when you're saying the run defense, run deep. You got to stop the run. Yeah, run, but run. my right in would be that. One. <laughs> well, run defense wins. This is one of the closest polls we've had. Twenty nine percent stop the run. Twenty five percent pressure Alex. Mm. 28% keep the run game going, and red zone scoring got 18%. So it was all spread out. Keys. They're all important. All I know is I know you better just keep scoring. Yeah. Keep scoring. Put as much pressure on them. Two stops and keep scoring. That's all I need. I wonder if the Chiefs will get held or called for holding calls this weekend because nobody else does. Nobody else does. <laughs> we'll see. The Cowboys, you know, Tyron Smith will just be doing his job. and We get called. We, they get called for uh, holding on touchdowns. Not they, us, the Cowboys. Yeah, maybe we should do a poll. That's that is like when you get when you get a, whole, a penalty on a touchdown. It's a four point play. That's a four point in, play in that game, right? Because they end up kicking a field goal. Absolutely. Yep. Maybe we'll do a poll. What's the toughest thing to define? A catch or holding in the NFL? Or the Bryce Butler penalty? Or the Bryce Butler penalty? <laughs> oh, was... I'll tell you what happens more often is is trying to figure out what holding is. 
you know, every once in a while you get the catch thing, maybe once or twice a game. The majority of the time or, you or get a, holding. Or a key playoff game. Yeah. But how many times you get holding game? About five for both teams? Football lifers like Brian will tell you, I mean, you can call holding on every single play. I'll tell you what, that's why I thought when Tyron Smith's hands get inside like that, that is just a quality block for me because I see that every day watching tape. Now, I understand when they get outside and you're trying to hook guys. I get that. Like, yeah, call that. Frederick played a few point a few weeks ago. That was maybe questionable. Yeah, but but if your hands are inside and your hands are inside – and you're driving a guy. Tyron Smith is so strong when he drives a guy, it makes it look bad. It makes a guy that, I mean, it looks bad. I mean, the guys flop. You get this That's what stuff I was getting going ready on to too, say. Yeah. yeah. It's like we're turning into soccer. Oh, God. I just got any. Yeah. Flopping. Yeah. <laughs> Do that again, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. And, and those guys. Get paid. They see <laughs> enough football to be able to tell the difference between a darn flop yeah. and, and getting held and, and, and grabbed. And, and and the other thing is you got the guy blocked and he turns around to run after him and, and he's acting like you're holding him from behind. Well, I had you. Yeah. You just bailed out. You know, they they see things too late. You know, see it. Don't react. You turn and look and go, oh, look what's going on there. No, it's been going on. Watch the thing. In your next life, you're going to come back as an NFL. I professional. am. Yes, you are. You know what? In, a lot of money. In, in, at the, they do. At the last day in fifth grade, <laughs> the teacher went around the room and, what do you predicted, want to go and predicted what everybody was going to become, right? They said you were a pizza maker? No. She said I was going to be a, an official and a referee. Why? Because you're always you're always arguing. I, I probably and he, and he no. likes the, he I likes was, the power of being. This is this. I'm right. I was, I was the guy that was fair when we played softball. <laughs> fair. So oh. Glad I didn't know. I'm that. telling you, I would have done that if I didn't end up with the job I did. Really? I had to work on weekends. Yeah. I couldn't. You know. What I would you referee? Basketball. I'd love to do basketball. Yeah. I could see you being like everybody hating you. Like they do those, be the Earl those, Strom of the, the uh, NBA yeah. officials is like, oh, we got Spagnola again. I did that. that never heard like when they have the finals. Yeah, they always complain who he, the official. Is. Did, it was the guy that used to tee everybody up. Was it Joey Crawford? Joey Crawford. Yeah, you're the Joey Crawford. Uh, no, I didn't tee him up. I just argued with well, him. Maybe you could have been the rep for the Utah Jazz because our caller Johnny is from Salt Lake City and he could have watched you then. Hey guys, how you doing? How about that hail mary pass that they just converted? How about that, huh? Ezekiel Elliott back on the field. It's a good Friday. It's a good Friday. Um, I'm just excited to have him back on the field. I think it uh, just increases our chances of winning, and I can't wait to see this game. It, it's a possible Super Bowl you know, appearance, both of these teams. So uh, I just want to hear your take on that. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Super Bowl run. I got some hard teams down the stretch. <laughs> it's a little early for that. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't say that, but not yet. But um, I was looking up. And I know it's, it's stat related, but when you have a quarterback that's playing as well as Alex Smith in terms of passer rating in the history of this league, like he's, it's it's in the top ten that he's at in NFL history right now for a season. And a lot of those guys went to the Super Bowl. So Kansas City's playing championship type football right now. Let me ask you this: great thing. test. You said yesterday. I think you said this team would be seven and one, right? They should be. If it was seven and one, would you feel differently then? Yeah. It, like, if the defense was because the, the quality of the team right. right now is not matching the record. Okay, let me ask in you. In my opinion, is if you had the defense from last year, and you have the record of four and three, but the defense from last year that I trusted, yeah, would you feel like this was a Super Bowl team? Yeah, yeah, 
I would. I think. I mean, there's there's more youth on this defense than there was last year. And I. But we've said all along, you get to December and you're still in it. These yeah. guys will be better than they were in September. You hope. Yeah. Yeah. You hope Plus, so. they were a Super Bowl team last year. They just didn't make it. Yeah. I. They I, were that quality of team. Yeah. The defense is holding you back in your mind, isn't yep. it? Yep. What if Zeke gets suspended six games? That holds you back even that's, more. That's where my reservation. A little comes bit. In. Is yes. This, is this oh, a little bit. Gonna, yes. A little bit or a lot. Well, a the lot, defense. But, but see, then the defense has to become a bigger factor in everything to win yeah, games. Yeah. Can't can't say okay, I'm going to win 35-30. You know, you're not going to do that every week. So, so they lost that's why I'm saying this game yeah. right now is going to be the barometer going forward. So if you get and you'll game, read it tonight in my column. What if da- what if it. what if Dallas loses this game? What if this Dallas loses this game twenty eight to twenty four? Do you feel like the defense I did their be job? Encouraged then, yes. But no, but I'm saying, yes, no, would, yeah. you, would you say, you know, what defense uh, did everything? Twenty-eight. Uh, if you'd have said twenty-four twenty, then I would. Okay, said, absolutely. Yeah. Tw- okay, they kick a field goal to win it. Twenty-four twenty-one. Yeah. Then you're, I, you're I, saying I feel the defense, better about the defense. Defense did enough to win this game, and the offense let them down. Yeah. Because the offense things that nobody ever said. The offense has got to got to do its deal, just like last year, yeah. right? Why were yeah. they winning most of those games? The offense was averaging uh, until they they. Punted the last game of the season, they were at like 27 points a game. Oh, 28. Sure. Hey, just said something really important. How's the is kicker? It time to go. How is the kicker going to continue to kick? Because I can only worry about so many. Well, things. I'm I'm just telling <laughs> you. <laughs> you know, you got four point place, Tay. Let's not worry about anything Nick else. Score was score touchdowns. Can you just score touchdowns? Nugent was really good last week. But it's week to week with kickers. I mean, we take Dan Bailey oh, for geez, granted. Rob. I'm just saying. The wet blanket. Here we go. Close games. That's, that's my. That's me. I'm the wet game blanket. Win, I'm not, I'm not trying winner. to be wet blanket, man. I'm just saying you got to, in these close games, clutch kicks. He's got to continue to be consistent. And, you know, it was a good starting. It's a good point. But I also think field position will be a big thing. Keep for this making team. 33 yard extra points. That's yeah. what got him fired the first time. I know. Yeah. It's, for some reason, it's in the back of my mind. Right he's not ash. a big guy, is he's he? He's not. He's a lot shorter than I expected. <laughs> he's, he's a skinny me. Skinny butt. Good old skinny butt Mike Nugent. I'll tell him that at lunch. Yeah. yeah. What up, man? Well, Go three to... weeks ago, we're sitting here talking about the Packers' loss, yeah. and Mickey was very we adamant the about the play of the game being the Ryan Switzer punt. Yeah. You know, the muffed punt. Ryan Switzer back at AT&T Stadium this weekend. No, that was the Rams game. Is that the Rams? It yeah. was Rams, yeah. Rams. Rams. I apologize. No, no problem. Yeah. We just where you're going. Yeah, go ahead. Muff punt. Interception was the um, the bad one. The Packer Packers. Game. Yeah. yeah. Ryan Switzer, don't do that. Yeah. So we get yeah. like, give them good field position. Yeah. For the offense to be in a better go about. Yeah. No, he's just got to make sure he catches the ball, and there won't be any wind or rain in his face this. God, week. was he tracking it poorly though the other day? I, I, what was up with that? that it looked like me out there. The ones a, that were circus sh- tent over the there. ones that were short. He should have gone up and caught. The one that right. went over his head, I can excuse it. The wind was it, it was oh, you deceptive. Could t- you could tell from your press box seat. It. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how could Because we're underneath it looking up. <laughs> Mickey, what's the time on the clock? Is the game over yet? I don't know. I got that question one more time. <laughs> but you couldn't if you're in the third row of the press see. box. Oh, I've been see. there. That's why that's why I'm so glad I don't sit Never with you guys like, anymore. Oh, it's on the TV and I'm like, I told I her I, that was my that yeah. was my seat. I'm one so year. glad I don't I go with you guys anymore in these deals. When they go to third down, they take away the down and distance and the time on the board. You can't see anything. It yeah. flashes third down, right? Something to address in the off season, I think. That's why I, they I keep their my food, though. I keep That's my uh, they did my TV on or yeah. my computer on with the TV broadcast that I got yelled at there for doing that because I was taking up too much hey. bandwidth. 
Let it go. Where it's Let press it box in Washington. Yeah. Tell them that you know what. So I'm pound sand. I complained about my yeah. seat. And yeah. Pound he goes, sand. He goes, next time you're here, why don't you complain to Tony Wiley? You'll get a better seat. I go, yeah. okay, I'll I'll get on that. Yeah. Let's get our rank in, Rob. Do it. Tony oh, I hadn't thought about it. No help. Oh, I thought you didn't need to. I thought rank them. Your same guy every week. Might as well. D-Law? Might as well. Okay, Mick. We got you down. This is not even fun. Okay. Well, that's what Nate did to us. Yeah. And, it was, and it wasn't fun. So, yeah, you don't get okay. D-Law. You want me to yeah. pick something? No, p- just go, go somebody. Go around and I'll pick somebody. You go, Brian. I'll go ahead, Tay. Seriously, I, I need to think about this one for Jack a minute. Prescott. Whoa! Jack Prescott Whoa. is going to be like, okay, Dan Mullen, no, you loved Alex. I wasn't in your wedding. You were already married by the time <laughs> I got there. But I should be in all of your weddings, everyone. The O-line, you guys are going to love Dak Prescott this weekend. I think he has obviously been preparing for San Zeke. So he's got a lot on his plate. Hopefully Zeke kind of helps that so he can just show up and yeah. show out. I'm going to go with David Irving and – he was great yesterday in the locker room talking about his journey. You know, came from uh, Chiefs practice squad, said he owes them a lot. He don't know where he would be if they didn't take a chance on him initially. I think he, you know, it's going to be a big game for him, and it's important for him to get going because if you're going to limit big plays down the field, they've got to get some pressure on Alex Smith. I'll go with David Irving. Byron Jones. Byron Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I don't think it's all going to be Byron Jones taking Travis Kelsey, but every time that Byron Jones is on Travis Kelsey – Make it as hard as you can for him to catch the football. I'll be okay with some pass interferences because I think officials, sometimes they give it to you, sometimes they don't. So be aggressive, stay aggressive, battle your, your, battle your rear off to try and make a, limit as many big plays as you can there. Maybe they can handle things with Hill. You know, maybe, I mean, he's like a 60% catcher. Travis Kelsey's a higher catcher than, than most. So I, I, battle your rear off, Byron Jones, and, and do some good. Okay, so we said Dak, David Irving, Byron Jones, Mickey Spagnola, and Des Bryant. There you go. Ben Demond Bryant, whose birthday is it's tomorrow. Coming. Yeah, it's coming right now. Birthday guy. Tomorrow. If I had to pick a one B, and it's going to sound really strange, Cole Beasley. I know he's coming off the concussion stuff, but they need to get him going. And you know what? They, I mean, we've saw some stuff with with Ryan Switzer playing some offensive snaps, but I, they need to get Cole Beasley. This could be a game where. A four or five catch Cole Beasley day all of a sudden keeps chains moving. All of a sudden it's not you get maybe Des covered up a little bit, doesn't get open on the play. Witten's they're taking Witten out. You know, watch watch Cole Beasley in this football game a little bit. I know he had like I could say the concussion stuff, but keep an eye on this one. Like that. We can't say Tony Romo because he'll be in the broadcast booth. Oh, I'm sure, he'll have a good broadcast. He will. He had a great broadcast. What if he'll be calling night. out plays? I heard time. more than one. Linhan said that. Dak said that in these production meetings this week. They're going to tell him, "Hey, just kind of don't don't give away any secrets on us. Don't don't put us in that." Spot. I was working last night, so I was listening with one ear. Was he doing it last night? In he the did. Game? Yeah, he's doing this at at MetLife Stadium last night, and it was pretty funny because Jim Nance goes, "Oh, you know, we're going to Dallas this weekend." He goes, oh, yeah, we are. And Nance was like, well, you'll have a great outpouring yeah. for you. He goes, yeah, I have good relationships in Dallas, my wife and kids. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wondering uh, do they allow the coaches in the box like to have a TV broadcast and listen to the game? I'm sure they do. I'm sure somebody will be listening. Although it doesn't matter if it calls it out. By the time they communicate Snap it. it, it's like it's too late. The TV's on a delay. Where he could, where he could kind of kind of be insightful for the fans is if they get in a two-minute two situation and he says, oh, and they have a timeout, he could kind of say, okay, hey, their thought process here is to try and get the ball 
here and then trying, you know, he can. He's been good at that this yeah, season. Yeah. Well, he could say, okay, this is because he talked about the Raider. I think it was the Raider Chief game. He was saying, this is where the Raiders need to attack. This is too deep. They need to put the ball right here. So he could offer some insight of where Scott, maybe with play calling, would be more aggressive, not aggressive, where he might think about attacking, just looking at, you know, he's seen Kansas City play a lot. So he understands what they do defensively. So it's a we'll see. I mean, you could mic me up. I'll tell you what they're doing in two minutes. Yeah. First play, they're going to hand off to Zeke. The second play, it's going to be a pass to Witten. Third down? Third down. No, they already got a first down. Okay, so now we're yeah. moving the ball. We're moving the ball, and now we can throw the ball around because we're up about the 35 or 40 yards. I, I, I'm thinking about throwing the ball inside to Jason or uh, inside to Des Bryant for a big play, too. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. Well, thank you guys. See, for we got this thing covered. All is is Romo going to be here today, you think? Is he coming in to do interviews? I'm sure you'll wear his ass out when you I will. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks <laughs> for me. listening to us all week. As he needs to be on the Legend Mr. Show. <laughs> Happy birthday to Kent Garrison, our producer. Yeah. Hey, hey, Kent. Happy birthday, yeah. We'll be thinking of him, and we thank will be you, back you. on Monday. Stay tuned to the AT&T commercial coming up next. Hi everyone, I'm Taylor Stern inside the AT&T Media Center. Keith Smith and Kayvon Frazier spent their Victory Monday at MLK Learning Center reading and giving back to the community. It's great to see these guys getting involved and making charitable acts on their days off. Stay tuned for everything inside the AT&T Media Center.